0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Masters Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Rob Arnold, and I've spent the last 20 years in the exercise physiology field as a strength coach, personal trainer, wellness manager, health coach, and writer. Each week, I will bring you the latest research on injury prevention, strength and conditioning, nutrition, event preparation, and overall exercise physiology to the over 40 crowd of weekend warriors, seasoned triathletes, stay-at-home parents, and CrossFit athletes. Now, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, Masters Athletes, and welcome back to another episode of the Masters Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Rob Arnold, and thank you for tuning in to yet another week of this podcast geared towards strength, conditioning, nutrition, stress management, financial management, all things associated with the Masters Athlete. I want to thank my sponsor yet again, Simply Faster, for sponsoring another episode of this podcast. They are the leader in sports technology for athletes. Simply Faster has the world's best solutions for speed, power, endurance, rehabilitation, and recovery. Perfect for the master's athlete, Simply Faster distributes the K-Box flywheel system, free lap timing, gym aware, electrical muscle stimulators and more to get help get ahead of the competition. To get started, visit simplyfaster.com today. And while you're there, check out some of their blog posts, one of, them of which I will be talking about today in yet another episode of what I'm reading. So today we are going to touch base on some more articles that I'm reading to get you up to speed on some of the latest and greatest research, some books that are out there, and some, uh, some other stuff that uh, happens to be of interest to me for the Masters athlete, and I feel that uh, would be valuable for the Masters athlete to, to discover. The first thing that I wanted to talk about today was I recently started reading a book from uh, Michelle Sager called No Sweat, and it is... Kind of the sub sub subcaption or subtitle of the book is How the Simple Science of Motivation Can Bring You a Lifetime of Fitness. And this falls in line with what my episode last week was about regarding motivation and the structure of motivation and what you do when you lose motivation. And this book kind of focuses on the motivation around exercise, and a couple of the takeaways, a couple of the bullet points that uh, I've seen so far. One of them uh, talks about weight loss and better health are poor long-term motivators. And I kind of touched on that last week in that if your primary motivation is very superficial, meaning just weight loss, or if it's vague, meaning better health, that that's going to be hard to have a lifetime of motivation or just long-term motivation when your goals are very superficial or generic. And I think that just saying weight loss or better health, I think those are very generic terms. When I owned my studio, I frequently had uh, females... In particular, that would come in and say, I want to just tone up. And I wanted to drop kick myself through the wall. Every time I heard somebody say, I'd like to tone up, because that is such a generic term. And I get I I always got what they were looking for. And uh, it always took a few more probing questions from my end to get them to define what exactly toning up meant. But just the general term of I want to tone up is very vague, and it's just slightly less vague than just good health. What does that mean? What does toning up mean? What does weight loss mean? What does weight loss look like? So it just know that in terms of motivation, these vague general terms or very... Uh, superficial terms don't really have a whole lot to a whole lot going for them as far as chronic lifestyle changes. Another one, is, another takeaway from the book, another bullet point is that motivation depends on following the right whys, and I failed to talk about what's your why on last week's episode and. There's a few folks that talk about why, uh, that, have, that have books out there. Simon Sinek has a great book called uh, What's Your Why. Um, Eric, uh, uh, shoot, I forget his full name. Um, he's all over Facebook, the, the hip-hop preacher. Uh, he's a motivational, motivational uh, speaker guy. Um, he, he has a video from a long time ago about What's Your Why. And if you don't, if you aren't able to define what your why is and in, in the terms of this book, you're right wise, then your, your motivation is going to fall away and you're not going to have the, the long-term, uh, long-term chronic effects of exercise and fitness. And in the, you know, in this, the terms of this book, the motivation for a lifetime of fitness. So, if you don't have the right why, again, it's circling back to the vague and superficial motivators. If you don't have the right why, it's not going to allow you to have that lifetime of fitness and lifetime of good health. Self awareness, having your own self awareness enables you to make good judgments. I know for me that currently I have a little bit of a foot issue. I've got some neck issues. So being aware of those type of things and being, being aware of the fact that I'm 43 years old and I've dealt with uh, neck injuries and shoulder surgeries and an elbow surgery last year and a couple of ankle issues, being self-aware of these things allows me to do the planning for my fitness routines. It allows me to be motivated knowing that I have these issues, I'm, I'm fully aware of these issues, and I can plan around them. So being self-aware and enables you to make informed judgments around what types of activities that you're going to be involved in. And lastly, one of the bullet points, again, craft a reasonable strategy for planning around disruptions to your exercise routine. So know what you're going to do when your exercise routine is disrupted. What if you go on vacation? What if you have some stress going on at work where you can't provide just, just the mental energy to be dedicated to your exercise routine? My, I'll speak for my wife here where she has a plan, but she also has a very stressful job. And so at the end of the day, sometimes she's just mentally not there. And I get it. I completely understand. It's a stressful job, and and she's just mentally exhausted. So asking her to go exercise for 30 to 45 minutes at the end of the day when she's mentally exhausted really isn't going to do much for her. In fact, it's probably going to cause a little bit more stress than what she needs. So have a plan for those type of things. Have a plan for those type of scenarios. You know, do some alternative exercises, do some more general movement throughout your day. And that's another thing that this book talks about. Perform general movement. Don't, you don't necessarily have to do formal exercise all the time. Our bodies were created to move. Our bodies were created to get up and go hunting. Our bodies were created to run away from that saber tooth tiger that might be chasing us get up and move around. The more movement, the more regular movement that you have, the less formal exercise you actually need. Because after all, our goal here is to just age healthy. We don't have to be able to lift 300 pounds or to do 100 push-ups. We just need to live healthy. And so the more movement that we do, the better off it's going to be. So that's kind of the gist of this book of No Sweat, is emphasizing movement, over formal exercise, identifying your motivation, identifying a reasonable plan when, when you aren't able to exercise regularly, and knowing what your whys are. If you can identify all of that, you're going to be on the right path for a lifetime of health and fitness. Another article I wanted to talk about is one from uh, medium.com and actually it's elemental.medium.com and the title of the article by Paul Flannery is extreme athleticism is the new midlife crisis people in middle ages people in middle age are flocking in record numbers to intense workouts and challenging races but why are they chasing so back in the day you saw a midlife crisis where somebody would spend a lot of money on a new sports car Or couples getting divorced or whatever. But now you see that there's a huge rush of people in the master's athlete age of doing more and more extreme exercise um, events. Um, today, here's a, a, just straight from the article today, almost a third of all triathlon participants in the United States are between the ages of 40 and 49, according to the U S triathlon association or organization. That's the largest age demographic by decade. And one of the most competitive, the same holds true for the Boston marathon, where more than 8,200 runners in their forties crossed the finish line this past April, a little more than 31% of the total field. That is huge. So when you look at what the masters athlete is doing, the forty to forty nine age group, we are competing in more and more intense exercise events, more and more extreme athleticism uh, events. To and but why is that? My my wife, my beautiful wife, said when I was pushing myself through the the hardship of of getting ready for this track season and, and dealing with some of the injuries that I had, she looked at me and she said, Why? Why are you doing this? You're not getting paid. Why are you doing this? What's the point? I said, Well, because I want to. Because I need to feel that rush of adrenaline. I need to feel what I felt in high school, what I felt in college, what I felt in the Navy. I need to feel that. I need to feel what it's like to get it back out there and compete again. And even though for myself it hurts sometimes, I mean, I'm still dealing with the foot pain, because it hurts sometimes, even though it hurts sometimes, I'm still doing it. And I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one out there that is working through some pain just to pay money to compete in some of these athletic events. I know a lot of you are doing it. And it kind of goes back to your motivation. What's your why? What is your why of why of, of the reason that you're doing these athletic events? Identify that why and understand that these extreme sports or extreme sports for us, for the working person – that is paying money to go travel a time zone away and participate in an event that is over in a day, why are we doing this? And again, in the article, it says, extreme fitness is less about being young again and more about building yourself up for the years ahead. In other words, getting better at getting older. I could not agree with that more. I could not agree with that more. I want to be young when I'm 70 years old. And yeah, my body's a little broken down from from some of the things that I've done to it in the previous years. But when I'm 70, I want to be able to run up a flight of stairs. When I'm 80, I want to not be on medicine. Those are the type of things that I look forward to. And that's one of the reasons why I participate in some of these fitness events. I want to make sure that I'm not that person that requires a lift to get up and downstairs. I want to run up and downstairs Jack Lalanne style. I want to do push-ups Jack Lalanne style. That's something that I that motivates me. That's one of my whys. So again, one of the reasons that we do participate in these is to get better at getting older. One thousand percent agree. So I don't know if that's you, but it's definitely one of the reasons I participate. And I'd love to hear on the Facebook page, or in my email at mastersathletepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what y- the reasons you participated. Another thing that I've read recently that I've kind of been noodling on, a phrase that I took from Rob Wolf, um, something that I've been noodling on is a quote from author and journalist Anna Quinlan And she says, Nothing important or meaningful or beautiful or interesting or great ever came out of imitations. The thing that is really hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect in the way that people expect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. This is fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. And something that I've been working on lately, I've I've been working on a project lately that is one to two years down the road. And it's extremely uncomfortable for me. And um, it's taking me out of my comfort zone. And it is possibly, um, uh, but it's possibly a game changer for my life. And so it's something I'm working on that's one to two years down the road that's going to cost quite a bit of money, but it's going to be a game changer for my entire life. And it's going to shift the direction of my entire life. And this quote, really hit hard for me when, while doing some of the work for this project, especially the part about nothing important ever coming out of imitations. This project that I'm working on is extremely unique, and it's something that boggles my mind why it hasn't been done before, but it's something that I feel is needed. It's something I feel is out there that, that, is, that fills a gap. And it's needed and it and it just baffles me why it's not there already. And so I'm looking forward to the challenge and the hardship that comes with it to do this amazing product and that that I can claim is mine. So looking at you, looking at the listener to this show, what do you out there, the listener, what are you doing that is meaningful, beautiful, interesting, great, and unique? What are you doing that, where you're giving up on being perfect for the sake of becoming yourself? And again, this kind of circles back to the motivation. What are you doing? What, what in life are you doing to focus on becoming yourself and not somebody else? For me, it's working on this project, and I can't wait to discuss more about it down the road. But it, for me, it's working on this project, and it's it's an it's, I feel alive when I'm doing it. And my wife, when when I'm working on it at home, my wife has said that she just sees a little twinkle in my eye when she sees me doing it because it it gives me life. So what are you doing? What are you doing to be motivated to be to do something so meaningful and important? that it's uniquely you. Something to think about, something to noodle on, and something to define for yourself. Lastly, I want to put a plug in as uh, I've said many times I am a, a veteran of the United States Navy and coming up from November 1st to November 17th, uh, Team RWB is uh, sponsoring a event called Wad for Warriors. It's, uh, it's, an, it's a workout uh, event that is held at gyms, gyms and parks and CrossFit facilities across the country. It is a charity event, and you can register on the website for WAD for Warriors. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes here. But you can register for yourself, just do it in, in your home. Or you can register to do it at one of your local gyms, and I could do it at home. I have my own home gym, but for something like this, I always look forward to doing it with other folks and other Team RWB members. So, I am going to look forward to doing it here in uh, here in Louisville with one of the uh, local CrossFit gyms. CrossFit folks, uh, you've heard you've heard my uh, my love hate relationship with CrossFit. And, but one thing that they do is they have a lot of charitable events, and this is one of them. So I look forward to visiting one of the local CrossFit gyms here in Louisville and participating in the WAD for Warriors, and I invite you to do the same between November 1st and November 17th. The workout this year is there will be two of them. Um, it's 22-minute, as many, as many rounds as possible of Eleven power cleans, eleven burpees, nineteen toes to bar, and eighteen wall balls. That's the that's the prescribed workout. The scaled workout will be eleven burpees, eleven walking lunges, nineteen sit ups, and eighteen air squats. And you'll do that that uh, circuit as many times as possible in twenty two minutes. Why twenty two? Because that's the amount of veterans that commit suicide every day. So if you care about uh, the veteran population at all, participate in this event, it's $25 to register for a t-shirt, $25 to register with no shirt, or just to do it on your own, $0. You can do it on your own, maybe post a fundraiser on Facebook or any other social media and hype it up that way. But I I, um, hope that you can find a way to support the uh, Team RWB Wad for Warriors event beginning November 1st through November 17th. So that's this week's podcast. I wanted to thank you again for listening to another uh, another episode. And I want to push you again towards visiting simplyfaster.com for all of your fitness equipment needs, for your blog. They even have a job site on the website. So check out simplyfaster.com. I love the emails that I've been receiving and the comments on the Facebook page, so check those out. Email me when you can. Check out it. Check out um, the Instagram page RBArnold2626. You may see some pictures of me going to the Foo Fighters concert or Guns N' Roses concert, and uh, but in between all that, you might see some some good fitness stuff as well. So. Uh, But check those out, Uh, shoot me an email, and thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Masters Athlete Podcast.